recorded podcast. All right, welcome to Previously Recorded. I am your host, RP, as always, and this episode of Previously Recorded is brought to you by no one. All right, and welcoming back to the podcast, uh, as always, I haven't seen money in months, so... (laughs) I'm done plugging that. That's good. All right, so can we go back to just asking for, or like, yeah, can we not really asking, but fake... enforcing like yeah. random sponsorships? That thing where, yeah. we, where we would sponsor stuff just in hopes. Yeah, like that Natty Light sponsored us just because we had their beer and we were hoping they'd give us money. All right, I'll yeah. start. Brought to you by uh, Molson Canadian Lager. Pretty, yeah. fu- pretty fucking good. Yeah, let's get into the Canadian so market. So ringing endorsement. We, we need to branch out so bad, but I'm also drinking well, a Belgian-style beer. Is this beer. Belgian? It is a product of Belgium. Fact. Listen to me, you piece of shit. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's early on. We don't have your, we don't reach out to him this early. No, but uh, listen, dude, we've been trying to get hold of you for a very long time, and my patience is starting to to give. Give me a fucking email, <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. But anyway, long story short. We don't have an episode planned today. We, <laughs> th- we, this is just a, a cry it's, for help. It's from just Belgium. us berating the Belgian yeah. listener until yeah. he finally if you're, s- out. if you're in danger, uh, blink twice or just tweet at us. It's fine. Yeah, that's all we want. If man. you're not in danger, also tweet us or email us. But anyway, as you can hear, those are the voices of my co-host Bob and Shane. Guys, how are you? Not bad. How good. Are you? Good. 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 I'm all right, man. Uh, we got uh, MCU back. We got, hopefully, um, they did, there were some rumors this week that they might be pushing Black Widow again, but then the next day released the runtime, so I'm holding out hope, and they still haven't announced it as of January 28th. When are the other two shows supposed to come out? Loki and Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's the summer, isn't it? Is March. It was the summer before COVID? It was supposed to be, like, like August. August release, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about the old one? Loki, I think, is also 2021, too, but okay. I think later. Um, I got Peacock. It's a new thing that I'm not happy about, but it's happening. I'm yeah. all right with it, though. I'm not I'm, – it's a, it's a trade-off. It's money that was already going. WWE Network was 9.99. Peacock is, like, in, enveloping that. So for the 9.99 I was paying for WWE Network, I'm now getting WWE Network plus all of Peacock. Yeah, so it's, it's not it's too bad. solid, and I get Premier League a lot. Hey, I just want to go back to the, the, what we were talking about with Belgium and, and say, like, we've been asking this guy just to, like, to reach out. We're, we're asking for help, and he won't get there. And I want to ask him or her how uh, the people at Dunkirk would have felt, you know, in Belgium if, if nobody came to their rescue. It's true. I just, I just want to be confirmed if it's a real person or a bot. There's no bot. That's what I said. If I it's a bot, bot, I put the bot idea in your guys' head, and now you're not. Happy I about you it. put it in Shane's head. I if if a bot is scheduled to listen to our podcast at launch, then that's the big. That's bigger than that's a bigger compliment than actually somebody from Belgium Do we listening. Know anybody in Belgium? No, I'm I'm thinking it's possibly somebody that like is a weird IP address. No, is that they might be from the area and stationed over in that's Belgium. That's what I'm saying. Do we know anyone that's there? I don't think so. But we appreciate you. Bottom line yeah, is we, we do appreciate pre- you. We just, we're, you're, we're so And curious. while that may feel like so a galaxy far, far oh, away, it's really not. And that's what we're here to discuss Which, in continuing our the, Star Wars. The stupid look on his face when he does one of these segues in a while. It's just like, it's a half smile. Like, <laughs> so gotcha again type smile. He's so proud of himself. Yeah. I'd like to get off now. I'm not having fun. Do you, you want to do it right now? <laughs> you want to get off right here? 
man. God, you sick fuck. Um, At least take big, his pants off now. Look at how big that horse's dick is. You're going to need to talk a little bit louder. I'd like if to you're going to be that far away. I'd like to get off now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this. Um, so, anyway, what's new, guys? Any, any news? We saw some trailers this week uh, for Kong versus Godzilla. Still have issues with... I mean, we talked about it. I don't like that Kong's size just changes at will. Yeah, the, I hit... Uh, IGN posted a picture that was like Kong like multiplied by ten in size. Because it was like a baby movie. in the last one, or like mm. they try to justify it, but in the picture he's palming a helicopter, and in both movies it looks like he's gonna palm a helicopter. <laughs> well, so yeah. like one of the cool things was that he he one his like axe that he uses is God's. It's from it looks like a bone from Godzilla. Yeah, that's I I I've never watched the Godzilla movie. Like the Me new either. ones, and I don't plan on. I mean, I, I might tr- check out the last one because I might it's connected. Try to watch Boo. Well, who was it that said that the Brian Cranston one was actually good? Was that Brian? Marvel? I don't remember, but Brian Cranston's in the first one. I can't imagine it's gonna be that bad. It's that bad. I heard it's boring. That's what I heard. The first one was. I think my boring. brother said it was boring. Yeah, that's got a uh, Pietro. Isn't, um, isn't Eleven Pietro. from Stranger Things in that one too? She's, She's in, in the, the second, second one. one. Okay. Um, Pietro's in the first one. Maximoff. Well, anyway, we don't got to pay any money for it. It's coming to HBO Max, which is sweet. Uh, the Denzel that. movie comes out. Yes, tomorrow, that actually looks pretty good. Actually, that's our time last week, your time, um, listeners. With, that's also featuring Jared Leto, who I had a fan request to bring up this uh, yeah. segment. Ooh, ooh, can we have fans request, like, like Jimmy Fallon does, weird words to work in? Just tweet us weird things to work into the podcast. Sure, I mean we can FaceTime. We can I mean, FaceTime and Nikki right now. I was now. gonna say by fans, I mean my my brother and Nick. Sure. Well, or, Nick Nick or Nick or famously Mark. does not answer his phone when we when we yeah. call him during <laughs> podcast. And he also has his last name in his voicemail. That was dangerous. That was dangerous. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he sent me this thing uh, that from discussing okay. film Twitter it says Jarrett Leto explains why it was difficult to play Morbius. Because uh, he's, he's a jerk off. He said, yeah, "I'm it's hard to it's hard to play anything when you stink." He said, "I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I'm not used to playing roles that are a little bit closer to who I am, day in and day out." Doctor Michael Morbius is a little closer to the way that I talk and the way that I behave. So basically, he's, he's a vampire. vampire. <laughs> so somebody he's, call Tom Cruise. He's, he's so fucking pretentious, dude. <laughs> he is. He sucks. Uh, he's a well, good actor. That, you know what's funny? He, he says that, but he's not used to playing roles that are close to who he is. But yet his portrayal of the Joker sucked, and so does he. So <laughs> Is he the new Miles Teller? <laughs> no, fuck that dude. Which can, um, we bring, can we bring back Crumb Bomb of the Week and make it Jared Leto? Yeah, we haven't done that in a <laughs> long time. <laughs> make it Miles Teller every week again. So, uh, you fucking know, James Cameron needs some hate too. We've we've lost our roots. I think we that's have. been our problem. I mean, Quarantine. We've, we've I think been talking has thrown so much off. shit on Zack Snyder, and we haven't once made him the Crumb Bomb of the Week. Well, we, we have to wait Crumbum. until the Snyder Cut comes out. I think more so Cryborg would have been the Crumbum. Crumbum. Yeah, we probably Zach should get... Zack Snyder's just running his mouth. I think part of that Crumbum is that Frank Rizzo was under fire recently, so I, I think <laughs> yeah. we, I think we kind of stepped we, away from we that. We backed it's, off the Frank Rizzo. Yeah. Once they tore his statue down, it's not as, it's not as fun anymore. <laughs> no, um, but speaking of Miles Teller, he was actually up for a role in uh, Solo, which we are here to discuss today. Speaking of Solo, I just watched it for the first time yesterday. All right, I can't wait to hear. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts. We are here to discuss Star Wars stories, starting with Solo. It's a lawless time. Crime syndicates compete for resources, food, medicine, and hyperfuel. On the shipbuilding planet of Corellia, the foul Lady Proxima forces runaways into a life of crime in exchange for shelter and protection. 
On these mean streets, a young man fights for survival, but yearns to fly among the stars. I think every Star Wars movie should have a crawl. Absolutely. The worst part about this is it was just flashes up on the screen. Not even like a crawl. It also kind of stinks now that I'm yeah, reading it. Yeah, it's out not long. great. It's not great, but it's like so. It's like it's kind of lazy. It's like they yeah. forgot to do one, so they threw one together last minute. It kind it kind of looks like it would be what they put on the back of the book for for Solo. Like it it gives you enough about what's what it's gonna be about. You get an idea. Yeah. You, you look at it. You go. Ah, I'm gonna. I'll, I think I'll try another one today. So furthering that, that crawl. Back on the shelf. <laughs> furthering the crawl. We open on the planet Corellia where Han and Kira's plan to double-cross a local gang and escape the planet goes wrong. Han and Kira are separated at the port gates, avoiding capture from the troopers and the gang members. Han enlists in the Imperial Navy with hopes of being a pilot. Here is where he's given the surname Solo. What's your name, son? Han. Um, what? Who are your people? I don't have people. I'm alone. Um... Solo. Jump to three years later, Han is flunked out of the Navy and is currently trying to stay alive in a battle on Minbin, where he runs into Tobias Beckett and his crew, which included the white, his wife Val and Rio, a four-armed alien voiced by John Favreau. They are posing as soldiers trying to steal a cargo ship, and Han tries to escape with them, but his plan backfires on him and they turn him over as an abandoner. Han is thrown into a dirty pit where he is sentenced to be eaten alive by a monster. That monster turns out to be Chewbacca. I wasn't good. I was burping. <laughs> I actually wasn't I'll terrible. I'll try another one later. You can put it in. Uh, thankfully, Han knows a little you, bit of... You of literally me. pointed at me mid-burp. I was like holding <laughs> that down and then trying to get a Chewbacca out. It, it honestly wasn't bad. Uh, no. Thankfully, Han knows a little bit of Wookiee, which never resurfaces again in the movie. And they both escape the pit. Tobias and his crew agree to let them join. They join Tobias' crew and head off to Vandor 1 to do a job to steal Coaxium, a key element to the film. The plan goes wrong when the Cloud Riders, a band of mar marauders led by Enfys Nest, appear and try to steal it as well. The plan goes awry and they not only lose the Coaxium, but also Rio and Val. Knowing they still owe Tobias' boss, Dryden Voss, they travel to his base and try to negotiate another way to get the Coaxium. Upon arriving, Han and Kara are reunited. She is a part of the Crimson Dawn. They strike a bargain to go to Kessel and recoup the amount in raw Coaxium that they lost, stealing from the Pikes. Kira goes with them. All they need now is a ship. Kira leads them to their only hope, a now sportsman named Lando Calrissian. Han loses to him in a card game, but Lando learns of their plan and decides to join them uh, for 25, soon to be 20% of the deal. Lando and his revolutionary-minded ultimate navigator and love interest, L337, joins them as well, and they use Lando's ship. I don't even think he's got a ship. If he does, it's going to be a piece of junk if it's in the There she is. My pride and joy. The Millennium Falcon. They arrive on Kessel and chaos ensues. L3 frees the droids and slaves, which includes some of the some Wookiees. Han grabs the raw coaxium, which must, which must be transported quickly. If it gets too hot, it explodes. They load up the ship, but L3 loses her life in the process. Han must now pilot their way out of Kessel and fast. They are met by an Imperial. They are met by an Imperial starship, and Tie fighters engage them. Han must now navigate his way through the Maelstrom which he cannot do without some help. So they download L3's brain into the Falcon, and she provides a navigational map. They put some coaxium in the engine, and boom! Han makes his legendary Kessel Run. They land on Savarine and safely unload the coaxium, where they are met by the Marauders, who are actually the good guys. 
They want the Coaxium to create weapons to destroy the Crimson Dawn and spark a rebellion. After a quadruple cross, Han on Dryden, Beckett on Han, then Han on Beckett, and finally Kiara on everyone, the Freedom Fighters end up with the Coaxium and defeat Beckett's crew. Dryden and Beckett are dead, and Kira takes on the public persona of the Crimson Dawn, where she's instructed to head to Dathomir to meet her leader, Darth Maul. <laughs> Han and Chewie decline Enfys Nest's invitation to join them. She replies, maybe one day you'll have a change of heart or something like that. Han and Chewie go to find Lando, where Han wins the Falcon off of Lando in the legendary card game. They then head to Tatooine to work as smugglers for a gang boss, Tatooine. which we know is Jabba the Hutt. What did I, I say? When they when they said they were going to Tatooine, I mean, you thought about fucking Tatooine. Therefore, ends well, that would the make film. sense though, because that sets up Han and mm -hmm. like I understand Tatooine there because Han worked for uh, for Jabba. For Jabba, so, like you have to have that connection, right? The um, idea that like everybody else is always Tatooine. Also, during that quadruple cross, Han shot first, and I think that was on purpose. He, yeah. So that is a quick refresher of Han, of Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm -hmm. If you have not seen it, um, there is some cool and interesting things about the production of the film that kind of added this um kind of cloud around the film before going into it people had predictions i mean i waited until the monday that it came out to see it because typically i see a movie like opening night or even that maybe a friday it comes to it but um i was so against this film for multiple reasons. It's also Memorial Day weekend, which was a which does, but that for but like that reason, so it Monday wasn't me. crazy though. No, it was, it was still a technically holiday. the weekend. Yeah, it was still like, the yeah, holiday, yeah. but uh, I, it was purposeful for me, and um, I'm not the only one who who felt this because the box office shows it um, that felt this movie was completely unnecessary, and it's this did even though it's first in timeline, it did come out after Rogue One, um, so I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, to almost just discuss. two years ago. And I didn't watch 2017. it. 2017. 18. 18? Okay. So almost three years ago. I mean, I didn't watch it until last year, which was about two years after it had come out. And I have you beat because I didn't watch Shane it. Shane didn't watch it until less yesterday. Less than 12 hours <laughs> yeah. from us recording this. So what did you think? I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. I How would so you describe it real quick, RP? Not a bad movie. It's no, I would not say this is a fun movie. Oh, I feel like when you, I feel <laughs> no. like when it came out, you said it was fun. I mean, it is fun, but I, I actually, I like this movie. I think I, it's I, good. I feel I was, like when it first came out, though, I feel like that's how you did describe it. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah, it's fun. It because yeah. it was better than what I was exactly. expecting. Yeah. Right. I just think because it was a Star Wars movie, and you didn't want to like talk bad on a Star Wars movie. Well, that's so part that's of it, fun. but also, I, I am saying it here now. I did not like Rogue One when it came out. I found it, <clears> which we'll get into. Um, I liked it. I like it better. Every time I watch it, I liked it so much I better. I, I but it. I loved it when it came out too, so yeah. it was like weird. I, I, yeah, we'll get to Rogue One. Yeah. Let's talk so, Solo. What's so you, what go, did you think? Let's go it's, off it, of Shane's. It movies. is a fun movie, but it's not as fun as Doolittle with two kids. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I, I enjoyed it more because I've been against it for a while. I just didn't. I had no interest in watching it. And then, like the only reason I watched it is because we were doing this. Yeah. Um, but I did enjoy it. I'll probably watch it again eventually. The, I'm not in a rush to watch it again. So, uh, as seeing it f for the first time, what was when you were watching it? W were there things in your head that were, that went like, oh, "I made a good decision on kind of waiting to watch this"? <laughs> See, there was one part that I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck you!" Like I know when uh, is. when uh, when he's trying to get through uh, into the Naval Academy, and the guy asks, "Like, oh, who, who's your family? Yep. What's your name?" And he's yep. like, "He's like, oh, I'm I'm by myself," and he's like, "Hmm." 
solo, solo. Uh-huh. and he kind of like winks at the camera i was like fuck like, you that's where it i wanted comes to from. i wanted to turn it off right there that's my biggest like just have his, name, have his name have his name behind Solo. you don't there, have to have yeah. a funny like exact story behind like it. even if he just would have said like even if he he didn't need an explanation if he just would have said it's han solo it's han solo it's fine everybody knows who you are anyway you yeah, don't need like, to explain that that I, when the movie started i wasn't like hmm, i wonder who this guy is <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who could this dude Who's be? this guy? Um, he seems to be getting a lot of screen time. So, <laughs> part of the uh, part of the weird thing of the film, which I actually found out recently from Marvel, was that Han has a, a backstory already established in in the Star Wars canon, where he is he grows up on the Wookiee planet uh, of Kashyyyk with mm-hmm. with Chewbacca, and um, you know never is that was the first thing well, when that's I saw this not film. Canon now, right? No, I guess not. Yeah, this is probably canon. the old like canon before Disney took it. That over. would have been so much cooler to see. It would have been so the, the, There's a couple things in, and I don't dislike Solo. Um, I I like don't think any do. of us dislike. Yeah, it. like some, no. but some people really it was don't. Fun. It was yeah. fun. I you don't need two kids, but it's fun. I uh, think it's my better. dad also. By the way. Yeah, what did he think? So I, did he finish it? I didn't fucking care, to be honest. But I was so... He, I wanted to know. He, watch, he watched Doolittle uh, in chunks, but he finished it. And I think I said, like, did you like it? And he was like, yeah, I, I did. And so I chucked it, the Doolittle shirt at him. <laughs> I was like, here, that's for you. And he goes, what is this? And I said, it's the ugliest shirt I've ever seen. It's what it is. And then he goes... I think I'll wear it around the house. So he hasn't done it yet, but if he does, I'll absolutely take a if picture. If he doesn't wear it within a month, I want it. Did he, did he ask why his five size is too big? Well, no, because it's a woman's 5X. So it's probably not that much bigger than like a men's 2X or something like that. It's pretty impressive. But so, uh, the, the like, like we were saying, like I, I like the movie. There's that, and then there's a Chewy line, both of which are just completely unnecessary and those are the things about this movie that bother me which which so it's so the guy going oh solo han solo and it's like fuck off like his name could be han solo and then when he says his name to han when they're on the ship i think at that point oh yeah he's like, What's your oh, name? that's a mouthful he's like, chewbacca. chewbacca that's a mouthful like, i'm not calling you that every exactly. time exactly and i was like oh like nobody in their right mind was like you met a just, guy named Steven. It was like, oh, Steven, that's like, a mouthful. I'm just going to so, call you Steve. Like, we understand I wasn't sitting short. at home going, hmm, I wonder how this Chewy yeah. nickname came how to did, be. How did Chewbacca become that's the, Chewy? That's the problem, too. It's like they forced it. Like, if if yeah. if, if Han and Chewy spend at least a year together, okay, that's when you start to develop nicknames, get friends. Or they even like, started calling him like Chewy right week. away. But that's everybody, you're like, it, you understand, all right, that guy's named Chewbacca. He's calling him Chewy. It's short for Chewbacca. Yeah, it's not it's a not, fucking stretch. It's not need, it yeah. doesn't need to be uh, explained. Like, no, exactly. exactly. It, it, this movie... That nickname makes more sense than people calling somebody with the name Richard Dick. Yeah. Like, that, that <laughs> that, makes no this sense. is a direct connection. They, um, this movie just... And part of what we're kind of hitting on is this movie didn't need to be made. Of all the Star Wars... I, after watching it again, I do like this movie. I think it is too long. But I also think... That if this was Boba Fett or if this was somebody else and they did the same exact heist movie, fine, it's no problem. I, I think just, that, I, I don't think I, I agree just with don't that. like that. I don't like that it was Han Solo that we weren't even through the sequel trilogy yet. That That's that awesome. we got him and Harrison Ford's still alive. Like at that point, you did in Rogue One, you did all you CGI people and yeah. everything. At that point, I, Harrison Ford wouldn't fucking come back to do it. But at that point, just fucking use him. Like I just don't think it needed to. It's not something where I'm sitting there curious. It's a fan favorite character. Honestly, you got someone, it. Like, someone like Han, who's an outlaw, I'd rather leave a little mystery to his backstory. Like, I don't need this. 
this unnecessary story. I've never once watching the the, the original trilogy sat there and been like, how? I wonder where how he got. Yeah, here. like how he got yeah, here. Uh, like he just seems he's awesome. Han Solo is a fucking badass, but he's he's a pretty normal guy. Okay. Yeah. He's a smuggler. Like I, I yeah. didn't need to know how he became a smuggler. He's a smuggler. Exactly. But the other, and that's where it, it all goes back to the fact that this movie, more so than any of the other ones, was a clear money grab. Yeah, like, and they it, didn't need to exist. Didn't didn't really help any of the story that they mm-hmm. had been setting up. Like Rogue One gives you right into A New Hope. It, it leads right yeah, in. It kind of gives you. At least you, shows you Leia getting the exactly, and it, it's got like what it's got things that are beneficial to to understanding the rest of the films more. The same can be said about the prequels, even though we said that the TikTok that you sent we should, it was funny. Yeah, like the prequels have gotten better with age because yeah. you realize how significant they are. Well, I, even I, like, I like the Clone uh, Wars TV show helps to explain. They, all this is explaining is like, all right, this guy had a shitty life and then he became a smuggler. I didn't need to know that. I knew he was a smuggler. I, I kind of guessed that already. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like Marvel's uh, explanation of the prequels. How like the sequels are so bad that it makes you <laughs> appreciate that the se- the prequels are actually pretty good. I, yeah, no, that's for sure. Um, I think it attempted to do something cool with like the Crimson Dawn and showing a new side to Star Wars that. You know, people who watch the cartoons and, and read the books may be familiar with the general audience wouldn't be. And uh, having, you know, at the end, Maul coming back was huge. Like, I, somebody who never watched the cartoon, I was like, how the fuck did this happen? I think if that isn't in this movie, it drops as far as, like, it might have been, people might have hated it more. Yeah, because I, I started, Probably. I started to, like, lose interest towards the end. I'm like, all right. Because like, it's just, too long. this movie over? It's too and long. And then I heard, um... Because all you see is Amelia Clark and she's talking to him, and I heard the voice and I recognized the voice from Clone Wars. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, is that fucking, is that Maul? Is that yeah. Maul? See, and like, that's when I started to get in- interested again. The movie's too long, and that was my quickest recap. Because they go to like three yeah. places in the movie. That's it. it like the the um, the whole Castle Run scene is cool, but the fact that them getting the coaxium is a 45 minute thing. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be. Like, the, yeah. this movie could have been 15 minutes shorter. It's one of the longest Star Wars movies. It's like 200... I think you think it's that's a Ron Howard minutes. situation? Just because he makes long movies in general? Probably, yeah. Uh, which brings up a good point about this film. His whole director drama. Yeah, so uh, the production of the film. So they, they uh, you know, looked at or auditioned, like, I think 3,000... might have been more. I, I swear it was more. It might have been like 20... Like, the number they gave... I'm just going to get with 3,000. They auditioned 3,000 people to play the role of Han Solo. Um, some of those were Dave Franco, Ansel Elgort, Scott Ed Eastwood, uh, and then our fan favorite, Miles Teller. Who's which Scott, who's Scott Eastwood? He's, uh, he's in Fast and Furious 7. He's Clint Eastwood's son. And Alden Ehrenreich, who played uh, Han in the film, was actually the first to audition. They said he, he had it, the swagger. And I feel like his uh, impersonation of Han... Like the, the, the movements and the way he like even shoots the gun, like mm-hmm. everything is like, yeah, like that's definitely Han Solo. Um, so, uh, in 2017, the movie came out in 2018, uh, Lord and Miller were fired. And, um, for that reason, they came to set almost every day looking to kind of improv. And when you're, wor- when you're working on a Star Wars film, when, when you have your script, when you have the amount of money, the amount of people that are involved, Disney's not looking to... To have that done, and, and that was part of the reason um, 
of of why and they and they didn't want them to divulge like they were okay with a little improv but diverging so much from the script is not they want to spend more money to have it's not what they more. wanted so um they you know they fired they were they were fired but they also decided to leave because they felt um constrained and they felt that their creative juices were held um so like what they would do is um they felt like shadow directors like they were just directing the film for lucasfilm not really giving their vision um and they said like they would do like a scene they they'd say here this is what the scene's about improv and then they would also film the written dialogue mm-hmm. from lucasfilm so you're that's a double day right there it's double work oh which is crazy um it, this scared Kathleen Kennedy, and that's why part of it was why they left. But one of the craziest things about this was Lawrence Kasdan and his son were hired to write this film, uh, to write the script. He wrote Empire and Return of the Jedi. So, I mean, if somebody's going to write a Han Solo film, mm-hmm. might as well be Kasdan. Disney also wasn't thrilled by Alden's performance at the, at the movie, and they hired a acting coach to help him, which isn't uncommon in Hollywood. But when half more than half the movie's filmed, that's when it's uh, actually like a really big deal with so that i was going to talk about him for a second too so one you're hiring alden Ehrenreich <laughs> play play han solo who's already established like he, he's basically it's it it's like when they hired the dude to be uh rocky's son in in rocky balboa like you're hiring him to pretend to be another character that was created by harrison ford which is kind of fucked up, right? So like, and and you just said they hired him because he did basically the best Harrison Ford impression. He's been in one thing since. Is it um something Shadow? No, Brave New World is he's John the Savage in Brave New World, which was a, a TV series. Oh, I thought he was something else. I don't even remember this being on television anywhere because I feel like I would have watched it. But so just think about that, right? So like. Because he gets casted in this huge role, which this is his be- his biggest role. It's a huge role. This is a huge role for... A, hi- a huge role, but to actor. play somebody else's character, he's now not getting parts. He was before that. Movie in 17, mo- th- th- two movies in 16, 15, 13, 13. Like, it's not like he was, he was getting casted, and then since then, in the last almost three years, one part. It's crazy. Um, <clears throat> I don't think he's the problem with the film. I think he does fine with what he's given with. I actually with. thought he did a good job. Yeah, It's I, just the idea that you're casting somebody. And like that's why yeah. people don't like it because they're like, oh, well, it's not Harrison this Ford. guy's not Harrison Ford. But you're ca- you're like, you, Nobody asked they for set him up for failure. Han Solo origin story. So, this, so yeah, like, exactly. And that's why I, I was like, I don't need to see this movie. I don't need to know this. That's why I was in no rush to watch. Like, honestly, if we didn't do this episode on it, I don't know when i would have even watched it i watched it in quarantine i it was on disney i was on netflix i think at the time and I yeah said, ah, fuck it yeah. i'll watch it yeah yeah exactly and uh i feel like it would have been better suited as a lando film mm-hmm. with han in it that i would have been more interested in and so same idea though he's fantastic the Which only the difference way, is, i want to see uh donald glover did a fantastic is awesome fantastic. but the difference is lando doesn't have his his swagger is established mm-hmm. in like the the original trilogy but like all the really other know stuff. Anything about all him. the other stuff isn't. Yeah. So like, like, what's his name? Aaron Reich, Alden Aaron Reich, Aiden Aaron Reich. Just called him Fake Han. Yeah, Fake Han. He has to be this like. 
I don't, I don't like, to, I don't, I don't know how to describe Han Solo, but he has to be Han Solo. Do you know what I mean? You're saying like there's, there's expectations of what you, exactly. What he be Whereas Donald Glover, everybody was super excited because they're like, oh, cool, they're gonna yeah. like go deeper. Everybody wanted to see more about Lando. Nobody wanted to which, see more of Solo. Donald Glover's already super cool. Which so nobody talks about. Also true. Lando fucks his robot. Nobody talks about this. Yeah, does he fuck her? She Shit. said, because she goes, uh, oh yeah. She goes, how, how does work? how does that even work? And she goes, it works. <laughs> and then like in the in the other part too, she's like, in, like before that, she says mm-hmm. something and she's like, you'll have to do that thing again. And, and he just looks at her like super uncomfortable because everybody's in the cockpit or whatever. Uh, but nobody talks about that, which is crazy. But they're land. Obviously, people feel the way we do, and we're getting a Lando show um, with I, Donald honestly, Glover. If, if this was if this was more a Lando movie, and then that's what I'm saying. Han this... and Chewie were just kind of like in it at parts. I would have been a lot. I feel like the that. movie would have been more successful if that, or if they would have actually made him grow up on Kashyyyk with Chewie. Yeah, that would it, that guy's, It's a money grab. Like, it didn't it, have to be some nobody some stupid asked heist for a movie. solo the, story, but the that's thing, what they said. We're just gonna throw this at you because yeah. you'll go see Star Wars movies because that's what people had been doing at the time. And this is this is also part of it too. Is this came out a year. This is the next Star Wars film after The Last Jedi, and people felt a certain way about The Last Jedi. Yeah. So this movie lost. People felt a certain way about every one of the prequels individually. Like, we liked Force Awakens, people hated it. We didn't like Last Jedi, people loved it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if that's the end all be all. But I think that that might. It definitely played a factor. I think that's why yeah, people yeah. were like, fuck you, and maybe why people didn't go see it, because it only grossed $317 million, which for a normal film, is very good. For a Star Wars film, or blockbuster film, very bad. They lost $100 million on it. Um, $317 million gross. Yuck. Yuck. Um, oh, who wants that kind of money? But just getting back to the parts of it. So, And part of what part of what some of the cloud... stop money. Yeah, seriously. Buying the previously recorded. Um... Yeah, we're getting we're getting shorted right now. <laughs> or you know, what you short us. That's fine too. I don't short care. Us, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're, we're selling non-existent stocks, yeah, so uh, send us. We're money. not publicly us, traded yet. We're thinking about that. Send we're us femos. We'll give you. We have a little pieces of paper. We just, here you own yeah. a stock. Uh, but part of why I also think the movie didn't do as well is that it was problematic. E- example, going in, some people were like, "What the fuck is going on? Where's the Lord and, and Miller cut?" And we're seeing this. I want to see the Snyder cut. Is this movie not good? Is this movie not good? Because uh, Ron Howard had to reshoot seventy percent of the yeah. movie, mm-hmm. which is fucking insane. Um, basically, shot a whole new movie. So it seems like they were trying to have too much control. Ron Howard might have came in and did what they want because Kathleen Kennedy has fired four directors. Mm. She fired the original director for Rogue One, fired Colin Trevorrow from Episode Nine, and then well, technically four, but three movies, and then DB Weiss and David Bedinoff from that. Well, they fucking sequel. stink and they deserve to get fired. I'm glad that they got brought up naturally. So, just the idea of Amelia Clark made me think about Game of Thrones. This movie came out before their fucking terrible last season. So, let's go back to get Game of Thrones for a second. We'll get off Star Wars. We'll go into another fantastical universe. One, Amelia Clark is as beautiful as always in this film. And, and I Game think she's good in this movie. I liked her a lot. Yeah. But, while, because you, when you were giving the recap... When you said Kira, I thought of Amelia Clark, and I was like, you know what? This fat piece of shit has been locked in a house, essentially, for almost ten, almost eleven months now. So I was talking about this the other day. Yeah. So and so I was like, let me research and see what what his statements about the winds of winter are at this point. So let's just look at twenty twenty. This is Wikipedia, obviously a credible source, but this is 
I, I, I there are, it's all references. Wikipedia is it is credible enough if it has the references. In an interview published in t- January 2020, Martin said that while he was still working on the Winds of Winter, his primary focus, he also continues working with I don't know how to say this person's name on a TV adaptation of her science fiction novel Who Fears Death. Fine, for which he agreed to be executive producer in 2017. Whatever. He, I know he's doing all these side projects. In March and April 2020, peak pandemic. Martin stated that he was writing The Winds of Winter every day, and in June, he hoped to be done with it in 2021. In November 2020, Martin stated that since June and July, his progress had slowed down. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Eating. Exactly. (laughs) Just die at that point. Just, like, don't even – it's either finish the book or die. That's all I want. I want to know. It's not coming or I want – just don't. It's going to – this is what's going to happen. This is the fucking – It's going to come out after the – after the prequel TV series is done, which is I think is a bad idea. It's I'm all tired gonna of stink. Tired this of is the past. this is the the Ross and Rachel of the sci-fi <laughs> world. Like, the will thing, they? Won't they? The thing is that this has gone on for longer than the ten seasons of Friends. <laughs> That's the difference. Um, oh man! Fuck him! I just like it. Just crumb bomb of the week. It, there you yeah. go. I want to fight you. Why is that? Because you're a crumb creep, lush coward. You don't even know me, Mayor. You are a lush, I can tell by looking at you. This happens like every, I want to say like four months. Where I'll be like, what the fuck's going on with Winds of Winter? Let me Cr- see what I can find Crumb bum of quarantine. Cor- yes. Yeah, and there's, if you just George Google Winds of Winter, there's almost always <laughs> a like release date, like article that's come out within the last day. <laughs> like if you Google Winds of Winter right now. There is a 17 hours ago uh, article and a one day ago article. So is it? It's supposed to be two more books that he's finishing, right? Which Bob once? thought that his publishers wanted him to have both. I think I think that's what's actually happening. I think that the publishers said, "Finish the fucking series. We're not putting out one book and then having another well, 12 year gotta, gap in between. You think they, You're they, finishing everything they and then we'll put out." They paid him one. some kind of retainer to write these books, and yeah. he's just taking his fucking fat time. So with it. also too like. Between like four and five, wasn't there a huge gap? There's been huge gaps every almost. Like I the, think the first like the two, first couple. I'll look it up real quick. Um, while you look that up, uh, one more thing to close out like the controversy behind the films and everything. So in uh, a Comic Con interview, uh, Lord said about um, what happened with them and Disney is that you know people break up and it's sad, but we are better off for it. And we actually learn so much from our collabor- collaborators and our better filmmakers for it. Their f- next film... Who said this? Uh, Lord. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, their next film was Into the Spider-Verse. Do they... Which could have... Do they only work together, these two? Is it yeah. Like a D- yeah, they did uh, um, 21 and 22, ju- 22 Jump Street and the Lego movie. Which are all... They're all good movies. The original Lego movie? Both yeah. Lego movies? I don't just... know if they did the second okay. one, but they definitely did the first that one. Movie I did like the yeah, first it's good movie. movie a lot. And I liked the Jump Street. So and what's... I like in the Spider-Verse. So it's... Uh, Game of Thrones is 96. Clash of Kings is 98. So two years. Sword of Storms is 2002 years. Feast for Crows is 2005. So there's a five-year gap. Dance with Dragons is 2011. That's a six-year gap. And then Winds of Winter has been now going on 10 years since it came out. That's so dumb. these books started... In July, it will be 25 years That's that crazy. these books have been on the market, and he hasn't finished the seven-book series. Almost as old as I am. Fucking... Can you imagine if J.K. Rowling... I was going to say, J.K. Time? Rowling fucking... Well, she might have not have finished, because she's JK, public enemy number one. J.K. Rowling fucking wrote seven books. She wrote textbooks. Mm-hmm. She fucking stole some shit from Halloween Town. He's lazy. Yeah, well, I mean, he's writing his own well, stuff, has, too. Yeah. He has nothing to steal from, that's why. 
Like she had inspiration. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, he. I mean, he had to, his his story Lord was finished. Ring, it's Lord of the Rings with some people dying a little bit. I just from a cur- um, I was watching. I watched um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe for the first time the other day. She stole from that too. She did. Because there's this theory that the four kids are like the four houses of Hogwarts, yeah, and like did. it makes perfect sense. Fucking cancel. And that movie came out in the fifties. I just I like Hogwarts. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. The, book, the book came out in the fifties. Um. I like I like Hogwarts. Jake Rowling is so a I just I keep it. You're not canceling her yet. No, no. For the has she previously recorded anything that we know? No. Uh, she, I just wish. Shit out, I'll take all I just wish she would. She wrote a fucking. She wrote a Broadway play, kind of. She part, yeah. She helped yeah. with a story. I just wish that she would see that equality is important, which is crazy because that's. I've talked about it before on this podcast. I wish she would just shut her mouth. Actually, I that's what that's I mean. The easiest that's way what to I do mean. All this. It's yeah. like she she sees how popular the books are, and she wants to just keep adding shit. Which, to speaking. It. She's like, oh, by the way, he's this. Oh, can I go off? Speaking of the, uh, the HBO Max series, potential Harry. Po- Nothing is in development yet, but there are talks about a Harry Potter show, and I'm, I'm here right for with it. Like a Hogwarts type show, but not I like would Harry love. Potter show. So. I talked about this with somebody. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. want Harry Potter. Not until give me like fifteen, Wizarding twenty years. Wizarding World show. I give don't even me, want. No, I don't need any more Harry Potter. Give me the well, like a reboot. That's what I want. I don't want. I want them to do. I don't like want a reboot. I do. Show kids the same old old one. We don't have to reboot everything. I think it would be awesome if they did a TV show reboot of a, like Game of Thrones, ten episodes. Make it animated. Going through like everything one, in the one books. Season per book. Yeah, because they leave so much shit out yeah. in the in the in the show in the movies. I'll be okay with that. But um. But it not not yet. It's too. It's too yeah, that's what I said. It's right way now. too soon to reboot. It's not fucking Spider Man where you can yeah. just reboot every two years. Was your I, I'm just tired of seeing Uncle Ben die, man. It's, so, it's too traumatic. That's why. That's why Marvel uh, got it right. Amanda Gorman, the girl who did the, the she's the poet who spoke at the inauguration. Oh yeah. So she, I watched an interview with her the other day. Um, this has nothing to do with anything at all. To be honest, just to let you guys know, it's Harry Potter is involved. But so she was like on a Zoom like interview like everybody on TV is now. So she obviously everybody has the books behind them. And she had and she had her books organized by color, right? So that's the first thing, sociopath crazy. Yeah. She organized her books on the shelves by color. So then there was like a red yellow section, and she had just Deathly Hallows. The Deathly Hallows, but not the whole like by itself. You can't to break up the series. No, I and then that. also in that section is Catching Fire, like The Hunger Games. And I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's, yeah, that, how do you find a book? You it just gotta remember what me, fucking yeah, color it is? Seriously, it bothered me so much that I was like, that's fucking Harry Potter. I stopped <laughs> listening to a word she fucking said because I was so busy <laughs> that's Harry Potter. with the colors. And I was like, that's Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Where are the other Harry books? Harry like, you can't just take the last book so, in a series but like, I'm going to put this here. So like, you have to put them together on I don't show. know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but in Goblet of Fire, Dumbledore goes, Harry Potter, when the thing comes out, Ed, Shane and Bob never realized that till the one day we were just sitting outside. I was like, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And we now it's like the it funniest somewhere. thing. Yeah. yeah, we were watching it. And right before he said it, our he said said it like, before. Harry Potter. Like, Holy shit. <laughs> and then he did it. We're like, why the fuck does he say it like that? I never um, that. But yeah, even like when I'm like having my movies, like for example, if like the Dark Knight and Batman begin, they go together. You don't even sort though, your movies by color? 
No, I do alphabetical, but even with the alphabetical, I can't break up the Batman Begins and the Dark Knight. It's so fucking, like, Group what, the series. what kind of That's library crazy. was she raised in? Why is she, like, uh, why is she I'm an looking, exam- I'm looking for this poetic book, this Maya Angelou book. Do you know what color the spine is? Look, oh, yeah, she could say... Yeah, that's going to be in the yellow section, sweetheart. <laughs> Look, she could say whatever she wants, but people are using her as an example, as a leader of who to follow, to show them her fucking yeah, bookcase. So this is not is, what we want America to be yeah. like. No, we don't want to be divided by color. Oh, Unreal. <laughs> you said I have to, it. I, I think I have it. to cut that. I don't right? think you do. I mean, he's, It's a nice joke. He's it's pro, funny. She it's did funny. it. Yeah, it's funny. He's pro-anti-racism with that statement. So. pro anti <laughs> All right, that's fair. I All started right. off saying pro, and I had right, to stick yeah. with it. Back to, that was confusing. Back to Star Wars. So, <laughs> Man, that was a tangent. So oh, some man. of the... Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Some I, of the... I got off. We started... Yeah, we... we no, it's back. fine. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Uh, some the of the... I just want... Like, again, this movie is fun. I really don't have anything to call out with this film to really discuss in detail, because it's fine. It is what it it's, is. It's okay. We've I talked like about... I like Woody Harrelson, but I always like Woody I'll always like Woody Harrelson, I was going to say that. I forgot he was in the movie. And I forgot... Oh. Um, I Vision was in the film too. Um, he was actually very good too. Uh, Paul, Paul Bettany. Bettany. Paul Bettany yeah, is a very good actor. Yeah, I forgot he was in but the movie. One I was thing like, oh, that's cool. bad news to you, you just find that out. I love, I, I love Woody Harrelson so much. Yeah, I had a problem with how he much got a blowjob from Alexander Daddario. He did legend. in True Detective yeah, season Detective. one. What a guy. I watched that scene. I had a problem with how much he was flipping his guns after every time he shot somebody. That was his thing, and Han was like, "Teach me how to do it." Yeah, it's just cool. It was too much though. You tell like, you tell that to Woody Harrelson. He's in the middle of a fucking war, and after every shot, he fucking flips the guns around. Like, Look, right, man, uh, you gotta have fun somehow. Oh, you, but um, you hate cool? Is that what you're saying? There's okay, one thing it. I want to call. I'll keep that noted. Why don't you go fucking sort your books by color, you weirdo? There's like it's cool. He's I so sort fun. my books by how much gun flipping occurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's um, there's a few things in this. Sniper just sits in the front. There's a few things in this movie I can call out. Um. But I'm not going to because it's like it doesn't it's, matter. But there's one thing that just really bothered say, me. Give, me. give me the thing that you hate the most. The thing I hate the most is that when he decides to sign up for the Imperial Navy, it's like a legit propaganda. Like, come and explore the world with. Like, I just did not like that. Join the Empire. Explore new worlds. Learn valuable skills. Bring order and unity to the galaxy. Be a part of something. Join the Empire. I don't know why. To me, that just doesn't seem Star Wars. That didn't even, like, register for me. For that to be the thing where you're like, oh, I fucking hated this part. <laughs> I that actually, was your chocolate in a fucking I, peppermint factory. I stood up and paused the movie yeah. and said, I can't do this. I heard you threw the TV out the window. I did. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I actually I watched this. No more. You called me from the hospital after you, after you had hit her. Unbelievable. I don't know. It just yeah. bothered me so much. <laughs> It really did just it's bother so, me. Like, this I, is, don't, I can't even, like... But, like, can you... It doesn't sure. seem Star Wars. But it, in my head, I think it clicks because it's the Empire now. So, like, how do you get all these fucking stormtroopers? Aside from just, like, breeding them and abducting them, which they do. You just build propaganda. Like, it's yeah. just like a Hitler-type situation. But that also plays into the fact that they made Han Solo a former stormtrooper. I didn't like that either. I don't like I that. Don't like he was that. an Imperial I, That's, like, my biggest problem with the movie. And I get it. He was an outlaw, and he didn't like want if, to... If you wanted to learn how to, how to be a pilot, make him be a rebel or something. Exactly. Make him just be a smuggler. Yeah, He's I a didn't... smuggler. He's a great pilot as a I smuggler. Didn't... Or have, I mean, have, like, have Lando teach him how to fly or something. I, I didn't like the use in So how does he look? Yeah, I get it. I don't like it either. But, like, you like got to give gonna... him a background as, like, where he learned how to fly. 
Which which he could, like could have had should, on, as on the Wookiee planet like of Kashyyyk. should make a little bit more of a noise. But like, just, yeah, it, they're old. So, <laughs> Listen, Chris. I understand, I understand why Bush doesn't make Apple anymore. <laughs> it does not. They, um, hold. they, they, they could have come up with so many different, because he, he knows how to fly well before even doing that. Yeah. He's, he, and he's a failed as, as a Navy officer. So I, the fact that they just made the iconic hero, Han Solo, who doesn't really give a shit about the rebel you know, alliance, whatever. They just made him an imper- a stormtrooper, and yeah, I didn't like that. I did not like that. That's my biggest thing with the movie. Um, it's kind of all I really got to say about it. It's fine. I didn't think it needed to do as bad, but and, the good. There's two good things that came out of it. One, it did stop the Star Wars stories. And right after this, they put it on hold, mm-hmm. and they said because they were going to do a Boba Fett and uh, Mangold, who directed Logan, was going to do Boba Fett movie. They shut that down, made them rework everything, gave people a break from Star Wars. And gave us the Mandalorian after, which this movie also sparked that relationship of John Favreau with Lucas Films, giving us the best Star Wars product under Disney with mm-hmm. the Mandalorian. So th- there is some good th- that came from this movie, and it's not a bad movie. It's just too long. And, and enjoyable and, movie, and but like I was, I was trying to work out an order yesterday just because I was bored. I'd still put this one like bottom three. Just because it's not necessary. It's probably... It's, uh, I think it's probably bottom three. I yeah, think definitely. in the five that we've watched, I think that this, <laughs> this is, is better than... It's probably three or four in the five that we've watched The five so far. that we've talked about, you mean? Like on the podcast so far? Yeah, the uh, prequels. Because you guys are actually... You're, you're still watching them. I'm yeah. a little bit ahead of you. Because um, I started rewatching Which them. Before, I, we, before we decided to record, I, I started yeah, to um, You mean bottom three or four? No, no, no. When we're done... This is number when we're This five. might be better than Phantom Menace. Or this might I, be this might be worse than Phantom Menace. Oh, you think so? I, I, it depends on the day. Actually, that's what I'm saying. I could I could flip a coin and I'd be if fine not, with it. If not for the Duel of Fates, I think I have this. I would have this right below Phantom Menace. If not for the Duel of Fates, this would be a better movie. I think the cringeworthy stuff in this movie out like is so yeah. much like easier to watch though than the mm-hmm. cringeworthy stuff in uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, and like more stuff happens because the middle section of phantom menace is boring where this is like clark up like they don't show you how hot natalie portman is to uh attack of the clones i and i like emily clark's turn to the bad side like i would i would wish phantom menace which this movie doesn't what a connection connection. um this world we live in this movie definitely didn't need a sequel but if we got one Whatever, it's fine. To solo, I'd rather, I'd I would have, have liked this... to have seen her story. It doesn't need Han. I was, yeah, all right. I was like, I'd we get a this... sequel from somebody in this. Because yes. I think their plan was that because they wrapped the up Red Han Dawn story. They wrapped up Han well. He was going to Tatooine, well, and they might we have were just continued about this hers. before the recording started. I'd rather it. I'd rather happen. the Red Dawn continue in one of the um, animated shows. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll continue in some. Because we were talking like you haven't seen um, enough of Clone Wars to see the Bad Batch yet. Mm-hmm. But Red Dawn could continue in the band. I'm Batch, sure they will. That takes place That's right after take Clone place Wars. Because Disney's like, trying after to after Revenge of the Sith. Disney will try yeah. and continue yeah. what's good they have before the the prequels. I mean the so, sequels because we. That, I shared the article today. Con- conceivably, I'm sorry because I'm just caught up on what uh, what changes said. Conceivably, Red Dawn would be the original Red Dawn with Paul Bettany at that point. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Let it last longer to where Darth Maul is running it. Give me. Uh, I mean, he's Paul still Bettany. running it, but Paul Bettany would be like the underling. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, any any closing thoughts on Solo before we head into Rogue One? Um, can we edit in the Forrest Gump clip? And that's all I have to say about that. I think Put that's that the best way to end Solo. Yeah, that's again. We, that's we just kind of how it ends too. It's we, just like, oh, the movie's over. Okay, on to my on to the the next thing that happened. We probably yeah, s- on to the movie that I actually really enjoyed. All right, so now we are at. 
the better film, the first film, Rogue One. So there's no opening call. Can you just give me a long time ago? Oh, yeah. A long, long, long or long, 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 a long time ago. Sorry. In a galaxy. In, oh, it's the whole thing. Yeah. A long time ago in a galaxy far away. Dot, Got dot, far, dot. far away. Dude, you're fucking Fuck. killing me. You're fucking killing me. A long time me. ago. In a, I'm not paying attention. In a galaxy far, far away. Dot, dot, dot. Rogue One. comes the recap your refresh you haven't seen this movie maybe since 2716 when the film came out so we start off with an imperial shuttle arriving on a desolate planet home to galen urso a gifted scientist his wife lyra and their young daughter Jin. galen has been here for a while hiding from the empire now orson krennic an imperial weapons developer arrives with troopers to have galen return to the empire continue working on these secret plans which we know are for the death star he tells his wife and Jin to hide, and his wife disobeys and is killed. Jin survives by hiding in a bunker until she is saved by the rebel extremist and family friend, Saul Guerrero, where he raises her. We jump ahead 13 years to see Jin in a prison cell on Wobani, where she is saved by Cassie and Andor and K2SO, who learned of a defector and the Death Star from an informant. He brings Jin to Mon Mothma, rebel leader who convinces her to get a to get a meeting with Saul Guerrero and Cassie and his task with killing Galen on site. Meanwhile, on Jeddah, the Imperial defector Bodhi Rook searches for Saul Guerrero. Upon finding him, Saul doesn't trust him despite Bodhi legitimately bringing a message from Galen Erso. Krennic now meets with a CGI-created Grand Moff Tarkin, and Tarkin knows of the defector from under Krennic's watch. To contain the Death Star's secret, as well as the weapon's efficiency, Tarkin suggests, as well as see the weapon's efficiency, Tarkin suggests a trial using the planet where the defector is known to be. Cassian, Jin, and K2SO arrive in Jeddah City, a place holy to the Jedi and followers of the Force. Here the Empire is gathering the remaining kyber crystals from the Jedi Temple to power the Death Star. While in Jeddah, they are assisted by Sharut and Baz, the Guardians of the Wills, when Saul's team attacks the Imperial troops, they are then captured, and Jin and the rest of the gang are taken to see Saul. Jin and Saul reunite, and Saul is a shadow of the man he once was. The war has made him paranoid, fearing that everything is a trap. It's a trap! We also learn why he abandoned Jin at the young age of 16. It was to protect her uh, from being used to get to her father. He doesn't believe the message that Bodhi brought, but Jin does. Galen informs Jin of why he stayed and built the Death Star. Galen knew that if he refused, they would just kill him and replace him. So instead, he became devoted to his work. I knew if I refused to work, if I took my own life, it would only be a matter of time before Krennic realized he no longer needed me to complete the project. So I did the one thing nobody expected. I lied. I learned to lie. I played the part of a beaten man resigned to the sanctuary of his work. I made myself indispensable. And all the while, I laid the groundwork of my revenge. He delayed as much as he could till he could no longer. Quote, I've placed a weakness deep within the system, a flaw so small and powerful they will never find it. The reactor module, that's the key. That's the place I've laid my trap. It's well hidden and unstable. One blast to any part of it will destroy the entire station. And so starts the plan to obtain the plans for the Death Star, which are on the Imperial Archive on the planet Scarif. 
Meanwhile, the Death Star trial has begun and Jedi is blown up. Jin and the rest of the gang escape. I kept saying gang, but I, I didn't know what else to call them. I just felt like... The group? The group? Yeah, I feel like you call them the gang. It sounds like you're solving a fucking mystery with a dog. Yeah, it's like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. So Jin and the rest of the group hey, escape... gang. <laughs> escape, the, escape and flee um, Jeddah thanks to K2SO. They head to Edu to save Galen as proof of what Jin's been told, only it's really to kill Galen. Naturally, chaos ensues. Cassian can't pull the trigger on uh, Galen, and Jin tries to save him and with the help of Baz and Sharut. Uh, however, the Rebel Air team can't be stopped, and they blow the Imperial headquarters literally right after Galen admits to being the traitor. Galen dies as Jin sees her dad one last time, and Krennic escapes. Jin confronts Cassian about why they were really there. He replies he was following orders and that we all can't decide when we want to start to care about the fight. So I'm throwing some shade. They return to the rebel base and inform the, all, they inform the Alliance of what they have learned. Refusing to believe them, the majority of the Alliance Council doesn't agree to send troops to Scarif to steal the plans. The group then decides to do it on their own with the help of some rebel forces. They depart for Scarif under the name Rogue One. Rogue One? There is no Rogue One. On the Imperial vessel they use to escape Edu. That's how they get through the shield. This is a... I don't even know. They're in a... Uh, they said they're Rogue One. Yeah, they're, and they get through the shield because it's it's a Imperial... An Imperial starship. vessel. Mon Monmouth asks Gen- uh, General or- Organa... So you guys remember him from Episode 3 and 2? To contact Obi-Wan and you trust him Senator to get... Organa. Yeah. Uh, to get his daughter... Uh, the message to Obi-Wan. Vader summons Krennic to Mustafar to answer for the security breach in his branch. Vader cuts off Krennic's response with a nice force choke. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations, Director. Krennic heads to Scarif to view all of Galen's prior transmissions. The rebels get through the shield on Scarif and begin their covert assault. Jin, Cassian, and K2 will find the plans, dressed as Imperials, while the rest of the crew create a diversion. A battle ensues. Krennic scrambles. Tarkin learns of what is going on on Scarif, and he orders the Death Star to head there to blow it up. To get rid of Krennic and also uh, protect the Death Star's plans. Word also reaches the Rebels, and they literally rush to Scarif with little to no information. Jin and Cassian need to get a message to the Rebels, telling them to take down the shield so they can then transmit the plans. Bodhi gets the message to them, but then is immediately blown to pieces. Uh, Shurut and Baz are also killed in battle. K2 finds the file, and Jin and Cassian distract it. But manually, K2 is killed and locks them in the vault, and they now must climb to the top to transmit the message. After a close call with Krennic, they transmit the file. Thanks to the, Re- the Rebels ramming a defective Imperial cruiser into the shield, the Rebels receive the transmission. However, Vader boards the ship. <sighs> Rebels quickly download the file and get it to the escape pod before Vader could get there. Uh, Scarif is blown up. Jin and Cassian die in each other's arms, which I'm glad they didn't kiss. I will, I will admit, I'm very glad there was no sexual tension there. Uh, and the rebels hand their plans directly to Princess Leia. Mission complete. Your Highness, the transmission we received. What is it they've sent us? Hope. And that is the end of Rogue One. Uh, a fantastic film. A very good Star Wars story, um, and necessary to the canon. Like that's something. So unlike I, I Solo, say necessary. No, but that, yeah, I was getting there. Valuable, valuable, Not because a, this is a story. It's like, oh, you know, how did they get the exactly. Death Star plans? Yeah. 
Not, and, not a waste of time. And what like I liked Solo most of, exactly, and what I liked most about it is it's a one-off. Everybody yeah. dies. This isn't yeah. this isn't meant to be fun. Yeah, no, and that's what we were watching. And Audrey's like, "This I just don't like about this movie. Everybody dies." I'm like, "That's the fucking point." It's great. Now I felt going into the movie that I knew that, it, and I don't remember if we knew that because just the way it is that everybody died, or is that just I the first time I watched it, I didn't know. I don't think I thought everyone was going to die. Yeah, I feel like once they get to uh, what was what's the the last planet? Scarif. Scarif. Like once they get there, you start to realize like, oh shit. And I think yeah, you know, um, some of them have. Part of me least. thought that some of them would survive for a sequel, just naturally, because it did really well. It made a billion dollars at the box office. Um, and that's the thing. It billion with a B. With it a doesn't B. need a sequel. Fucking because... shit on Solo. Holy pajamas. Eighty four percent from fa- from critics. Eighty six percent from fans. That's eighty five percent average for those yep. of you at home listening. Quick math over here. Yeah. On the previous um, report, recorded podcast. And it's a a lot of people you talk to. God, it's their favorite. <laughs> What'd you say? So thank God that was two numbers apart. <laughs> uh, to a lot of people out there, uh, this is their favorite Star Wars film. So let's get into it. Like I said, while talking solo, I did not care for this movie going into it. I mean, after I saw it, I thought that it was kind of slow, that, that there was really not as much character development as I had hoped. And... Even upon rewatch, Saul Guerrero, just, I do not like him. He falls flat. I do not care for he's him. I think Wars. he's fucking crazy. He's in the Clone Wars. So that's, he's, and I hadn't seen the Clone Wars prior to seeing this, and he wasn't in the Clone Wars yet when I rewatched it, I don't believe, as far as like, he's I'm also at. in Jedi Fallen Order. But, so like, he carries some weight, and that helps his character, I think. If I were to rewatch it, I'd be like, ah, you, you see him as a young Saul Guerrero. But he, he definitely doesn't. He's kind of he's he's kind of a boring character. He's just crazy. He's crazy. And people he makes he literally makes things worse. And he's so fucking baffling. Like, is he like a cyborg? Why is he breathing into the two? Like, there's no any at all explanation as to why he is the way he is. That um, I think at that part I'm actually kind of okay with. Like, that's just weird Star Wars shit. As but like I think he was more normal and then like whatever maybe lost his leg. It kind of seemed like I'm not really sure. Exactly. Like, there's just so much about him that's just like, yeah, we're gonna throw this dude in. We're gonna make him as fucking goofy as possible just because we can because it's Star Wars. You know, it's always he... like we're gonna do it because. Why not? Because fuck Does it. He why have not? All the exactly. Parts early on in the movie when Jin's a kid. You don't know. You just see his chest. And he has that same chest. That's well, it. Because he looks over, he looks over the the thing you to hear get his around. Voice. Yeah. He says, "Come up, go." Yeah. You know, but as always, you know, uh, save the rebellion. Yeah, I mean that's save a great line. But he literally right. hurts the rebellion. He's an extremist. He yeah. doesn't believe anybody, and his car. I absolutely hate his character. I find it just so. I couldn't wait till he was gone. And the movie. That's the slow point of the movie when they're like it's when I first saw it. That's what I thought. Looking back, it's not. He's just a fucking weirdo, and I don't like him. But a lot happens I, that's important I to the story there. That upon I've seen this film probably now now like five times or something like that. I've seen it twice. Because when it came out on Netflix, I used to just watch it. I would just put it on because it was I I always liked it. But I think after you watch it the first time and you get over the fact that, like, oh, yeah, here's this fucking lunatic. Here's this Saul Guerrero dude. Hopefully, like, and then you just kind of, like, brush him to the side. It makes things. It's, I think it's more just a plot, like, device to get them all together. Yeah. She knows who Saul Guerrero is. They need Bodhi. Cassian's going to find Saul Guerrero. They need Bodhi. Now they're all together. Now they're off that planet. They also have um, Boz and 
Chirut, Chirut. I believe. I may be just to, to the Star Wars the lore. Blind guy. Yeah, to uh, the Star... I am one with the Force. The Force is with me. To the Star Wars fans out there, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. But it's. I think he's more of a plot device. And it's... it's uh, if I had been somebody who had watched The Clone Wars, it's probably just like a fan service thing. Like, hey, we can use fucking Saul Guerrero here. Cause he's I, just, like I just remembered something. Is, rebel. Um, when he says, I'm one with the Force, the Force is one with me, is that like Star Wars canon of how you're supposed to pray? Because you haven't gotten to it yet, but um, Ahsoka in the last season of Clone Wars prays like that into one scene. Uh, and it made me remember Rogue One of, of him saying it. So I don't know if, if that's like an established like she, thing. Is she doing the last season? I feel like she did it earlier than that, too. She definitely does it in season does seven. It earlier. I feel like it was something. I don't know if it's that. like an established thing or if it's kind of like he says it in Rogue One, so then they're gonna make Ahsoka say it now. Yeah. Well, seven season seven came out last year, so that's possible. Yeah. But I feel like they said it a little bit earlier. Yeah. Or something Wars. along those lines. You'll yeah. get there, bud. You'll you gotta get, get there. there, but what, what are you cruising? Up to now? You still on season one? I'm still on season one. Yeah. I like you're it. You're like dude. me with you're like me with the Sopranos. I watch I'm it. on year two episode. Or I'm on I'm year two. You, I was. I watch I was it in seven minute increments. It takes me three days to watch it. I was iffy on it up until like midway to I do like season two. I found I found my three episodes a day at this point. I watch them before I go to bed. I found myself caring about the. There was a one episode this so far that I've actually cared about, and it was like episode sixteen or whatever. They go to this. They go to this winter planet, and there's these creatures there that are living peacefully, but the one planet wants to rule them and attack them, and they're the blue people. I don't know. That's like the first episode. I was like, oh shit, I'm actually fucking invested. Is that where they teach them to like defend themselves? I don't maybe no, not yet. Midway midway later. through like season two is when like I actually like started caring. Episodes. Mm-hmm. That's when they, uh, I think they they fully switched from a kid show to like they knew their audience. Oh yeah, there's just the death. And then once crazy. Ahsoka gets her double lightsabers, it's just neck snapping left and right. Yeah, it's awesome. So but, uh, real quick, while we stay on on Clone Wars, the good news bad news scenario is that if you find episodes like that that you like, once the show gets like going. They do like it's three episode arcs basically. Yeah, so you guys it sucks because you're like, all right, you guys may have to do our Star Wars Clone Wars I pod without me. I don't like no, this. You'll, you'll finish it. Yeah, yeah that's not a big deal. I mean, this is like a three month thing. You're so. like, I don't like this episode, and then you're like, fuck, I'm gonna have to watch two yeah, more. Yeah, that's like this. Or I do like this episode. Yeah. I'm glad I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the next two. Don't right have away. a don't that's have an annoying. Story At least they're 22 minutes. Like you know, like that that helps. There'll be an annoying story arc, and you just want it to be over. But then there'll be like a great one. And it's like three in the morning. You just want to go to bed, and you're like, "Ah, there's two more episodes. I gotta finish this." <laughs> um, yeah. So that's like one of the good things about Star Wars too is that there's so much good uh, cartoons out there. But getting back to Rogue One, uh, this is the second film that Disney puts out so far in my mind. Like when I saw this movie, I didn't care for it. I loved Episode One. Uh, I mean Episode Seven. Uh, so the first Disney mm-hmm. Star Wars film, and I now upon rewatch love this movie. I think I still, it's so I, I good. It I don't know first. why I didn't like it. I don't I know why it, I didn't like it. I like it more every time I watch it. Yeah, and I think um, like our friend Duke, who's going to be on our next pod, um, he said the same thing. He likes it more every time he watches mm. it because it's a cool movie. Yeah. There's a lot going on. There is character development within a two-hour film. It's fucking somehow shorter than Solo, which Duke's is baffling. issue with this that he called me out on is that like he's like, you don't remember any of the characters' names. And yeah, he said my, that to me too. my counter is, I don't fucking need to. That's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. I don't need to know these characters' names because they're that's like that's why I think I like this movie 
is because it's more realistic to what this would have been. Yeah. It's not the story of one or two people going and, and, and ending this war. This is the story about, like, the people I'd behind like, the scenes yeah. who, who die and you for fucking forget they ever existed. But if they don't do that, then none of the other shit happens. Like, yeah. I like that idea that... I'd love that they die. Like, I seriously do. I yeah. think that's fantastic. Like, we, this is a, a, a blockbuster film franchise, Star Wars, and they, they're willing to take... A potential blockbuster series and just go no we're doing one and i that's what i love and they, it's not like they cast it small actors yeah they like cast they, it big people i mean uh matt's mickelson as the as galen is he's a pretty big actor and he's in the movie for i want to say like 15 minutes felicity jones is big she is big at the time well, at the time specifically was right either before or right after theory of everything theory of everything yeah. so she's like academy award nominated at that point yeah um so yeah, like this is an awesome movie, and it's not that it's a, it's a, I think it's what I like about it more now is that it's an awesome Star Wars film and what they can play with. But yeah, I think that's why you didn't like it to begin with, because yeah. it's not what you're walking into the movie theater to see. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you and this was the first Star Wars story, mm-hmm. you expect like like there's, like you said, there's no Jedi, no Jedi, right? And there's no lightsabers, and it's not oh man, look at these pew pew stormtroopers, like you know, it's it's. it's this movie, and I don't know why I've always gotten this vibe from it, but when they're, like, the end of this movie, it's like a Vietnam War story. Yep. It's like they're going to die. It's a war movie. It's they're going to, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's a straight-up war movie. And it's just nice to see people die. Because a lot of the time, it, it sounds horrible, but, like. <laughs> love it. Love to see it. When you see it, when this shit goes down, yeah. you, everybody's not surviving. Um, yeah. and, yeah, and, like, but, and all the people that die in the other Star Wars movies are stormtroopers or you have your big like deaths not, yeah not important characters exactly yeah. it's some guy in the background the, the, the fucking the blaster lasers never they just whiz right by the main characters yeah, yeah. like Clone Wars the, the, the you know the Imperial Army cannot be that bad of a name I just I just don't understand how they always miss the people um, but it's sacrifice too, like slowly but surely. So you have, like K two S O at one point, sacrifices himself. Yeah. For the other two, um, Chirrut sacrifices him. Like it's it's all the end. It's not like the, f- what does it end up being? How big is the gang eventually? RP, do you remember? Well, Six it's like of them? five. It's it's K two S O, Bodhi, Cassian, Chirrut, Boz, and Jin. And Jin. So, so six. six but it's individual sacrifices it's not like mm-hmm. the six of them go down in like a circle like the avengers shooting and they all just go you know what i mean like it's yeah. like all right i'm going to sacrifice myself so that we can shut that shield off yeah. so that that's the next step for them i'm going to sacrifice myself so that they can get the plans i'm yeah. going to sacrifice myself so that we can do this and it's just like that idea that that's what's going that's what has to happen so it sh- makes everything real so Sharut sacrifices himself to, to hit the switch after Bodhi hooks up to the cable to get the signal to them that... Does Bodhi die in that process? I don't remember. So, yeah, yeah he the, gets the, the signal the, to... The, what is it? The, is he in X-Wing? What kind of... He's in, like... Kind of ship he's he's in. in the ship that they, they come in. Grenade. He's in Rogue One. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, After he gets the signal to them that they need the shield to come down, they blow him up. They kill Sharut, and then Boz obviously goes in protecting him. They kill K2, getting them... Protecting... He's protecting while they get Jin. the data. Yeah, K2, and then they both... K2 with the first one to go? maybe I, like, chron- chronologically possibly but like the way it plays out i think bodhi's first okay and then maybe k2 and, and then whatever. cassian 
which um, he's dead. No, he's not. He's fine. He, he comes, comes back. back. Yeah. But then they both classic, die anyway. Classic. Krennic, good villain. Really good villain. I'd like that. Tarth was a huge thing when that. So happened. yeah. So let's talk about Tarkin. This is or this, Tarkin. Yeah, I don't the know why I said the fucking you know uh, what do they call it the something uncanny valley where he's all CGI. He's dead. Peter Cushing's dead. Yeah. And you can very much tell he's CGI, and it's it's cool, and I feel like they do it in a respectful way where it's essential where they they felt they needed this it, character. It, yeah, they don't they don't overdo it, and yeah. it places the time. I think. Yeah. Like, it's like, hey, guys, remember, this is before uh, New Hope. How do you know? Because this guy's in New Hope. Yep, exactly. Uh, and th- so it's not too much of him. It's enough yeah, where it's, it's fine. It's, it's like just it's, enough that they need. I th- and I think it's it's that established the fact that they were like, all right, we can do this. And mm-hmm. people aren't going to freak the fuck out. Yep. So then we can do Luke Skywalker and, I like, and the Mandalorian. Yeah, and we can and do Leia at the end of the film. Oh, Didn't like that. Didn't yeah, like seriously. that. Seriously. Didn't like Leia. Fuck off. Didn't Maybe like Leia? Yeah. I thought that that was them ending the film that way with Leia was. I was alright with it. Perfect. I was alright with it, but oh, Leia in this film. Mm-hmm. Yes. What you think of that? I was thinking the the the, the, the new sequel. Rise after of Skywalker. Uh, yeah, no, they should have. She should have died. In, she should have died in space in the fucking. Yeah. She's nice a Superman. Um, so let's get into what we. Is there things that we talked about what we've liked about this film? Is there things that we didn't like about the movie? We talked about Saul Guerrero. How he is necessary to the film, but unnecessary to the enjoying part of the movie. Enjoying part of the movie. Um, you know, it was cool to see R2-D2 and C-3PO show up for a split yeah, second as well. Yeah, just kind of make a cameo. Uh, I can't, there's not really, besides Saul, there's not really in this movie that there's like... I, I don't, don't like Cassian. Well, that, I could, nobody I, I, But like him getting his own show too, I was like... Wait, he's it makes sense. He's so Andor is going to be a show. To me, it, it makes sense. I get sense. it. And I think this was before, because obviously they've already filmed it. It's coming out. At least they're almost done. Before they did this new launch of Star Wars shows, they wanted more. And they're like, oh, well, Cassian's got a past as a yeah. as a Rebel Alliance, you know, secret a spy. Let's give him a show with him. But I don't care for his character either, Bob. I think it is, it's fine. He's a he's a he's a he's a yes man in the military. His, like that it, like is. It, you could have replaced him with anybody, and it wouldn't really change the story that much. Yeah, just, I agree. It's just whatever. I really agree. Well, I did like Bodhi. I thought he was cool. K two. Mm-hmm. I like that actor. Yeah, I like. Uh, is that Riz of, Ahmed? Uh yeah. He's in Anytime a lot of there's stuff, someone uh, defecting to go help. Defecting is always I'm, cool. I'm a big fan of that. The fact, uh, you know what? Let's get into this. The 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 plot of Rogue One, where mm-hmm. the plot of how. How to destroy the Death Star, which I actually find it's interesting that, you know, sometimes when you see these movies, they destroy what they're after. But literally, they were just there to get the plans. I like how they revealed to us how, because you you watch episode four and you're like, really? He hit that one thing and it blew up the entire Death Star? I was thinking that too. I like that it's not just like a a design flaw that was like an accident. I like that he purposely like slipped it in there. Yeah, yeah. And it, it makes sense. Because we obviously know what happens, yeah. Um, and and his reasoning too is all there is. It all makes everything makes it, sense. It does. I mean, you kill him, they're just gonna find some other scientist who's gonna be able to do the work anyway. Exactly, like he said. Um, so yeah, no, I like. I don't really have ba- much bad to talk about this film. I I, love I this movie. fucking loved it yeah. this time around. Um, and I was like, this is fucking good. It, I'm glad you guys did, because it's fucking a good movie. It is a good movie. And I was embarrassed it's, that I didn't care for it before. Very. It's, it's a slow build. Oh, it is yeah, a slow, it's slow build. 
uh, but it's very beneficial to the overall story. And to me, this the Skywalker is, saga, it's yeah, very beneficial too. Agreed. And what I what we talked about a couple minutes ago was seeing what they can do in the Star Wars world. I think this shows this is a perfect example of what the Mandalorian is, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. Star Wars world affecting with Notice the canon. They don't go to Tatooine in Rogue One. They don't, and there's no Jedi. There's no lightsabers. A key fact that I didn't know. Did you guys know that the Kyber crystals power the Death Star? I didn't know that. No, I didn't. Yeah. And I didn't remember the did they, Kyber did they crystal. Did that in the original trilogy? Uh, not. It makes sense, though. Exactly. It makes sense that that is what powers the beam. So are Kyber crystals in every gun, then? Like. Is that everything? They're, they I mean, power I the lightsabers. Yeah. And they, and they use them to power the Death Star. I don't think they would power every gun. Because Probably not. They're, I think it's. I think it's in Clone Wars. It makes sense because it's fucking there's destroys a, the planet. There's a story arc in Clone Wars where it's a really big deal because um, Cad Bane, the one bounty hunter, is trying to steal Kyber crystals from the Jedi Temple. So I don't think they're that easy to get. Yeah, no, they're not. That's why it's so. Yeah, so, so few. For, for them to power every blaster, I think that would I be. But he's stealing little... information from the temple. He was stealing crystals too, though. Well, yeah. But this is what's cool too, like. Uh, this plays off the prequels. All the Jedi's Jedi are dead. All of their lightsabers are obviously still laying there. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to do something with all these crap. This explains why there's not a lot of Jedi. Obviously, we know why there's not a lot of Jedi, but explains why there's not a, a plethora of lightsabers. And well, so, because Grievous collected them all when all the all the Jedi died. That's true. But he was also and nobody dead. knows where he stashed them at. True. Put him, put him in his butt. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll check. Yeah. But I thought that that was a cool thing on the film that I didn't pick up. Um, I like yeah no I like the idea of them going to that I think they should have done more on that planet to be honest yeah Jedi was crystals. cool Je- Je- and the oh. Kyber crystals were cool too that system yeah, what, I should use the right lingo what, what's never a fucking planet Star Wars it's the always system. a system because I know I only Fuck know off. from from There's the Fallen Order game that the temple is on Ilum and I think there's multiple temples there's yeah. multiple temples there's on multiple it. places to get kyber crystal because the 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 jet the city of Jeddah is on top of the fallen jedi temple which is cool too mm-hmm. so and then obviously the vader scene in this film but I, I don't really have any much more to say about it i think i'm going home. oh there was a reference in when they're looking for the stardust mm-hmm. file for her that they mentioned the dark the black saber which or the dark saber? They reference the dark saber in this. Yeah, yeah, they do. I don't. I didn't. Or black saber. They they reference it's either dark or black, which I thought was really cool. And I'm sure if the big Star Wars fans out there, there's a lot of other references along the way. Obviously, uh, Organa, uh, Senator Organa references Obi Wan. The dark saber came up a lot in Mandalorian, didn't it? Yes. It comes up in uh, Clone Wars. It's in Wars Clone Wars too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a really it's cool, all Mandalorian. Uh, it's a really yeah. cool idea. Um. But you you distracted me with Ilum. Ilum's in a bunch of different stuff. That's I think why you got confused. Ilum's in Clone Wars. Ilum's in yeah. Uh, the Last Jedi. Ilum's in Fallen Order. That's just another place. Where and Scarif. The other thing too about the film, Scarif is beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful planet. Like vacation there. Yeah, like when they they show the exterior shots of it, I'm like, that's a fucking yeah, it's beautiful a nice planet. Island. Yeah, it's like a Hawaii system. Yeah, it's a Hawaii system. Scumbag. Where they all die. Yeah, I'm a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, everybody dies there. It's like um, the fucking Pompeii of fucking <laughs> systems. There's something I missed in in Solo. Um, 
that there is a mention of the Black Spire, which is Black Spire Outpost is what is in Disney's Hollywood Studios, which is one of the better it's Star Wars things. Run though, right? Like, so run. that's that whole. It's the it's that whole the park system. that I haven't been able to go to strictly because of the pandemic. Because I'm so financially well off, and I definitely would have gone otherwise. Uh, buy our pe- previously all, recorded stock is all smugglers. I don't know why I said that like that. The, like the ride like base, though, right? Yeah, it's a city. The ride's called Smugglers Run, uh, and it's a it's a trading outpost. That's what I'm saying. On so Black yeah, Spire. Yeah. So is, it's pretty. You know cool. what else? Trading outpost. Tatooine. Tatooine. But they don't go there in this film. Yeah, because there's no fucking need to go you know, there. I didn't like film. about either of these movies. No Tatooine. Never went to Tatooine. No reference of it in Solo. Yeah. That's all I kind of got. I got. I don't really. Have I want to go back else. to Tatooine for one second again, because like watch any of the prequels or Clone Wars and look at how big the Senate is. How many fucking people are in the Senate? It's ginormous. Yeah. Why the fuck we keep, gotta keep going to Tatooine? That place fucking sucks. It's like, it's, it's, it just stinks. It's just, <laughs> it's just Star Wars. Yeah, like, Which yeah. this is why I want the future of Star Wars to be literally in the future. I don't want them to, like we I said today, that with I Andor. Sh- I shared a article today. That I th- it, this has come up before that they want to retcon the, the trilogy, the sequel trilogy. I didn't. It's just basically I got that confused they, by that. What, so what did are I. they saying? They want all right. You didn't understand what they no, were saying. No, it, it basically either. said that they wanted to do a season for each film. They're gonna break and, the, the new movies. Yeah. The, the new like, dude. It's so Sky, dumb. Skywalker, so like yeah. the, the Ray movies up yes. into into episodes, like seasons. And That's years. what I thought. I read and I was like, ah, my brain's fucking using that unshot footage or unshown unshown footage of the of Han Leia from the originals. <laughs> I have no That's what idea. you read? I, yes. read? I want to make sure yes. that I was, I, my eyes were working correctly. Yes. And yeah. there was like that uh, cool. run on like four or five that websites. super cool. It's basically like terrible. The sequel Can't check so out bad, our... Trying, like, instead of just moving on and be like, all right, those sequels sucked, let's do better next time, they're trying to fix their mistakes. There's so many problems. And I actually am really excited to talk about those. Uh, just check out... Uh, I'm not very excited to rewatch them. I'm excited to rewatch Force Awakens because I do like that movie, but I'm not excited to watch I'm the so other excited two. to watch for rewatch 8. Did, did you guys really? Just to hate on it? Because Joe. Because Joe. Because I, I, I have had a spiritual Star Wars awakening during this podcast thing where I am like fucking jazzed. I'm fucking jazzed about Star Wars again. I'm big, I'm big Star Wars. Which I haven't. I've gotten, right I've gotten balls deep back into we've Star talked, Wars. We've talked about this before on the podcast. I am not a huge Star Wars fan. I've never admitted to being a Star Wars super fan. The, my favorite thing, Star Wars, is in the Disney theme park. Like, that is the best fucking ride I've ever credit. been. For the record, I want to take credit. Yeah, this is, well, this is, this is a lot of you. And part said, of it, I said I'm gonna rewatch Star Wars. Part of this, there's and two. You guys should do it too. This is a twofold. We did this with the Indiana Jones, and Joe's like, Joe I got us come it. Back. Yeah. Joe kept pressing. And then you did it, and I was like, all right. So Bob's on like episode five, so he doesn't have to watch anything for like yeah, two it's months. Yeah, not work for me at that point. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're I'm because, all for not work. Like this week, this was this was work for me at a busy at a busy week, and I had to miss some of the game, which was the big fucking. But I saw I saw the second half, so I saw. That's what was important. Miss LeBron James game. being a fucking He's a piece of shit. Jerk off though. Um, but I, I, but I've, yeah, so I've had uh, a reawakening for Star Wars, and I'm I'm back to being really in love with, not in love. I'm really infatuated with the stories inside Star Wars, and a new appreciation for the films. Where I would just like kind of throw them on, like whatever, right now I'm just like more into fear, it. and I think I've been sitting on Return of the Jedi for like three weeks now, just because like I haven't had time, but also. 
it's just like I've got up to that, and then I just haven't watched anything since. So I actually might rewatch the original trilogy again. Um, Turn of the Jedi is so good. I just, it's just I got up to that and I haven't watched it. My fear is that now that I've rewatched it, and I've gotten like this understanding, neither of these films played into my hatred of the Jedi, uh, which I appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Or Yoda, or all these fucking Yodi, Yodi, that piece of shit. No I just watched all. I watched the whole Clone Wars. I watched the whole Clone Wars arc at the end of season six, where he's like learning how to be like Qui Gon, basically, like where he could like the Force Ghost thing. I'm like, you motherfucker, you're going through all this to like be awesome, and then like you blow it. You're the one that fucking blows the whole. And Mace Windu is a fucking. Uh, we won't get into that, but I think I'm gonna hate. We already did. I think I'm gonna hate the new sequel. The, the, the new trilogy like now that i've like rewatched all this stuff and it's all fresh in my head i feel like i'm gonna sit there i'm gonna watch the new trilogy and be like fuck this fuck that fuck this fuck you that's why i am so excited that's why i'm literally I, so excited, you're excited to, watch to hate eight. it you're excited I, to hate it so this is what it is I, I, that's I what i'm trying to find out i completely forgot i'm excited to actually have my mind changed on the film because it's possible while i'm sitting here you i could watch it and like it because I, we walked, all three of us walked out of the Last Jedi saying that was okay. Like we yeah, liked it was that. Pew pew lightsabers. It's fine. Fuck yeah, I wanted to see it. It was slow. There were parts that were boring. My dad fell asleep during it. I had to it. think about it though. You know um, what I mean? And then we we started talking, obviously. So we'll. I'm curious. And to now see that everything's changes. fresh and all these films are fresh, not just like oh yeah, I rewatched. I'll probably hate. I, I, I saw a New Hope on TNT two weeks ago. Star Wars. I'll probably hate nine. And nine. Even are we though... rewatching Mandalorian? I will absolutely rewatch Mandalorian. Let's do an episode gonna, on Mando. If we're do an episode on Mandalorian uh, and Clone Wars. If I have enough time, I'll Season rewatch Mandalorian like and Clone Wars. Yeah, it's all. They're both in we'll that see. Good. We'll see. I, I'll just discuss Mandalorian. I might not rewatch. Because I could always just watch a recap of Mandalorian. I'll just probably do a recap. Yeah. I, it would probably be like something like your this five favorite we, things from the season. This is what we I said in, out in the beginning, and we were like, that's a lot to do, and yeah. now we're getting into it. Well, I may rewatch it on my own once WandaVision is over. It's not Star Wars out there at some point. Yeah, that's right. This is like, to all of our listeners out there, like this is going to be like a three-month thing. I may throw in a mini-episode that's not Star Wars to kind of give people a break, but it's every two weeks. It's not like we're bombarding you every week. They, they sat through three Indiana Jones episodes. They can four, sit through dude. five. Yeah, four. Well, we just act like the Temple of Doom doesn't exist. Oh, it yeah. sucks. Donald Faison's favorite one. I watched yeah. the wrong episode anyway. So. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I wish they could we. I wish four or five like good star. These have been good Star Wars. I w- our I, last episode was the longest podcast ever. I wish that while we were talking about uh, the Temple of Doom, you would just sat there and talked about the Last Crusade as if it was the Temple of Doom. Yeah, it was what like crazy when his so dad showed weird. up. Wait, I, I don't remember that scene, but remember when Sean Connery did this? Like, it's just like, oh yeah, that, I must have been asleep when that happened, but <laughs> I was just so excited to watch the Last Crusade that I couldn't wait. Yeah, and dude, Temple of Doom is Imagine garbage. having a sweet plate for it. <laughs> but, I'm gonna eat off that one day, I swear to God. So uh, I did a, I did a, uh, I don't know why I threatened it. Like, I swear to God, I'll do it. I did I'm a poll. Ruin this collector's item by eating off of it. I did a poll and I asked, which film did you like more? I was a part of that poll. I did not chime this was, in. This was, was the gonna, Instagram I didn't want to skew the, uh, the I just wanted to see if anyone voted for Solo. So I put out on Instagram tonight and, uh, activity. Oh, which film the, did you like? I one. I did both. Which film did you like better? Rogue One or Solo? I had an 89% Rogue One, 11% Solo. 89% means that we had and a good guess, amount of people. We had 
eight people wrote Rogue One, which is probably this is probably the largest. I was gonna say eighty nine is a weird enough number that it's not like five people. (laughs) And uh, one for Solo. So then I put it on Twitter, and uh, future guest of the podcast, uh, Kuzo Joe, said Rogue One is the answer regardless of the competition on the other side. And we got a basically same thing. Uh, We got Kuzo Joe saying that Rogue One is his favorite Star Wars movie. Yes, which is. My neighbors, which is something that. that we might have to talk to him about. So, and then we got a ten votes on Twitter, which is our most ever as well. Um, and we got a any of those votes from Belgium. One vote, not from Belgium, but one vote for Rogue One as or for Solo as well. Nine for the other. But Twitter, uh, Twitter doesn't was, tell you who, who voted for uh, what. I can't, I can't on Twitter. Tell. No. You um, fucking you you fucking you know cowards. If you, you voted coward. for Solo. <laughs> forward you coward if you, we did it together. If you, you voted coward. if you voted for solo on twitter come forward yeah. i have either a 14 day trial of hbo max for you yeah. or i have a digital copy of birds of prey yeah, or your, cho- or, your choice or i'm gonna no, find birds you of prey. Yeah. i'm gonna find you and kick you in the no, shit i'm gonna find you not find yeah, yeah, yeah. find I'm you find, i'm gonna find them, you and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna short your your stocks give them the 14 day trial of hbo max but they can only watch birds of prey oh jesus yeah, Christ. lock it <laughs> lock um, it out you can't they watch can only Wonder watch Woman turner anymore. classic movies <laughs> all right do we want to rank our the five so far or do you just want to leave it for the end Let's leave it for the end. All right, I agree. As you all know, my ranks are in no particular order. <laughs> so I'm and just going to list all 10 movies at yeah, the end. Or all order that they come the out. Yeah. yeah. Two two of the movies we watched so far wouldn't be in my top five. So. And we could all say that Rogue One is better than Solo. Yes. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. So Rogue One wouldn't be in your top five? No, Rogue One is. Rogue One's but top two three, of the prequels three to five. Find out what the rest are. On the future episodes of previously recorded. Two, two, four weeks from now. Yeah, seriously. Um, all right, guys. Uh, anything to go before we close? Anything I feel like to... I had something. Well, always Cobra Kai. Just fucking get out there and, and, and embrace right. it. And there was something else that I was watching. I do not remember what it is, so I will talk uh, about it later. I guess. Marvel 616 is a cool documentary uh, series on Disney+. Plus. WandaVision, of course. Uh, we'll look for maybe... Maybe we'll do a WandaVision recap because that's something that'll be really cool to rewatch. How many episodes? Uh, nine. Nine. So we got some weeks for that. Yeah, watch that's going to go right into Falcon and Winter Soldier. Watch the Clone Wars. Uh, power Clone? through season one. It's a little kitty, but then it only goes up from there. A lot of jokes. Yeah, if you're looking for kiddie. Star Wars content that is off the beaten path, not really, but isn't the movies. Uh, watch the Clone Wars. Yeah. Watch Rebels. Watch Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars Holiday it's, Special. Did you watch it? Very entertaining. It's very good. The, uh, the 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 finale of Clone Wars is technically a four parter. Yeah. One of the best finales it goes that I've seen. It's hand in hand with uh, Revenge of the Sith. One of the best finales to a show I've seen. But it's, uh, it's incredible. Cool guys. It's Lego <laughs> Lego on, Lego Christmas Special. Good. Just to just to touch on this the entire time, uh, or just touch on this real quick. The entire time. Darth Vader wants to call the second Death Star the Star Killer, and the Emperor <laughs> makes fun of him for it. And I really enjoyed that because that's what they call it in the new in movies. The movies. <laughs> uh, a lot of there's there's a lot of fun in those. Um, I'm gonna plug obviously Marvel six one six, WandaVision, uh, binge mode Marvel, fantastic job. They're a little much uh, sometimes, like a little too much, but What's they're really that? informative. It's a podcast, rewatch uh, podcast, right. where they go into I listen detail, to one podcast. and where I it's actually got one. where I got the refresher. <laughs> I don't listen to any podcasts. Or I got the ref- I got the refresher uh, um, idea, 
and they do a really good job. Uh, also, there's a cool show. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's called Vikings. <laughs> and, they're, and they're doing a spin-off show coming to Netflix shortly. I finished season two. It's very good. thing you were showing us before we started, Bob. I don't. I mean, they don't they, need any they, fucking they, one. They might sue no, but, us, but, but two lowering the bar, which is Vibs on Barstool, is very fun. I didn't because I didn't know about that. Yeah, lowering the bar now, is like a weird show. Watch it they put week. it out once a week. It's a. It's you'll get. You'll go down a rabbit hole, but it's very entertaining. Uh, so it's look one of those for things I look, to every look week. for lowering the previously recorded bar coming soon, <laughs> and we're sued. All right, guys. Uh, and uh, Barstool owns us, which is fine with me. Yeah, that's, fine. that's fine. Dave? Wait, so if Barstool owns us, do I, do I finally get paid for this? Um, probably not. not. Once not you funny. see money, yeah, we're not that funny. Dave's going to say we're not funny. Uh, we're funny to us. us. All right, uh, remember to uh, rate and rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You know, like us on social media and subscribe to so you never miss an episode. This next couple months going to be Star Wars. It might be a little much, but we have... 50-plus episodes in the tag, which is fuck. Isn't that fucking crazy? And also, I don't care. I love Star Wars. And so I wanna, much I've been waiting so long to talk about Star Wars, and now we finally we are. We so much for our time. <laughs> Isn't that what's fucking crazy? 50-plus oh, episodes. Like we like hours. We, uh, many, wait, two weeks ago, ten days ago, we hit our two-year mark. 50-plus episodes. How many beers do you think that's been? It depends on the episode. I've usually, gone deep on a couple. it's got to be about five an episode. Well, if we're drinking Natterdays, you're fucking crushing five in the first <laughs> I hour. Like I feel like we finished. I've had about case. three cases of Natterdays. Do you want to do a this? case race episode? We'll just literally have no topic, and it'll just be us shooting the shit until we can finish a case it'll of Natterdays. can't wait me, to edit that. Me going to the bathroom five times Oh, we'll be shotgun. No, we're going to finish that. We'll get like four <laughs> or five people on it, and then it'll fun. just be us trying to fucking finish Natterdays. Stay tuned. It's either going to be naked or it's going to be fucking something else we're, we're, we're but uh happy two years to happy two years to us it's pretty crazy has it officially been two january 17th was two wow isn't that fu- that's yeah, that's what's fucking been a long nuts. time since i've heard from you kendall yep all right guys stay sexy uh i didn't care for that ending so uh may the force be with you and may you use the force to rate us and subscribe to us on all podcast platforms all right guys see you in two weeks for the original trilogy The world is fucking turning to shit The earth don't stand a chance Hurricane, typhoon will destroy the city got to clean up the skies and recycle We got to stop the overpopulation But most important of all We got to build a Death Star Death Star, it's a fucking ship It's a son of a bitch, y'all, and we're building it It's gonna take us up into the sky We don't need the earth, we're gonna fucking fly sky Son of a bitch, y'all Gonna take us into outer space Get your shit together, motherfucker We're gonna start a new human race in the sky In the sky You know we will be rocking on the Death Star Total eclipse in the sky Everybody going insane Futuristic video game
absurd, but I paid him to build it Cause I don't know how to build that shit That's right! There's a vacuum in space We'll fucking suck your face Day or night, you got to make it airtight You gotta build that shit, make it out of sight The fucking damn star! You know it will be rocking on the damn star It will be democratic on the damn star There will be lots of boning on the star Yes, sir! 